welcome to today's podcast. Our topic today is Christmas in the cleaning industry. Uh, we are rapidly approaching Christmas. I think we've got three weeks to go, but it's not always as smooth sailing in the cleaning industry. There is an awful lot to take into consideration. So today I'm going to be asking Diane for some tips on some of the changes and some of the things that we need to consider and talk about and hopefully some options to common, I don't think they're problems so much as little changes that come around Christmas time. Uh, So how how many Christmases you had in the cleaning industry, Diane? This is our 14th coming up. 14. 14 years, yep. Do you love Christmas? Of course. (laughs) But it's hard, isn't it? Because a lot of businesses close down over the Christmas period. What do you do at this time? Yeah, we close down. So um, we used to work up until sort of lunchtime-ish Christmas Eve and then close down until after the new year. We've had a few years where some of the team have asked if they can work in between Christmas and New Year. And we did do it once and we would never do it again because somebody let us down. Um, Like can often happen, asked to work and then didn't. So um, that was more trouble than it was worth. So we don't do that anymore. We close. But we've recently, not this year because Christmas Eve falls on a Saturday, but we've recently started closing on the 23rd so that the team get Christmas Eve off as well. Perfect. I think we're doing exactly the same. The way it's fallen this year is just one week. But oh my goodness, that week as a business owner, the reality is we are on call. It is literally 24-7. I mean, we try and ignore the phone calls, but even if you're not directly speaking to people, you're running it through your mind. For us as cleaning business owners or any business owners, a full week, what have we got? Nine days, nine days where I'm going to turn my phone off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not because no emails, but like, (laughs) yeah, no emails, no phone calls. Yeah, it's it's actually the best week of the year. You can literally switch off and have time with your family. And I I understand why some people don't close. Some people, you know, they don't want to lose the income. But for me as the business owner, it's brilliant. And my management team as well. It's their one time where they know they can switch off. But there's a few problems with closing down. And there's good reasons why lots of people Mm. don't. First of all, uh, if we talk about clients, so if you're a lot of us don't just do cleaning, you might be doing care. You might be the only person they see that week. So the the you cannot just abandon them, can you? If you're the only support that they've got, then how how you're going in, in extra on that week if you think they're going to be alone. And uh, if normal customers, I mean, we have customers that have us twice a week. I mean, they're getting even more messy because they've got all the family around. The last thing they want is for us to stop cleaning. So yeah. how do you deal with this? Yeah, well, our, our, we don't do any sort of home care or anything like that. So from that point of view, it's not an issue in our business. But yeah, we do have clients going, well, you're not coming. Or actually the work, the hardest ones are not the worst clients, but that's it's the hardest, the ones that the clients that find it the hardest is those that are fortnightly. Because if their fortnight falls in between Christmas and New Year, they panic. <laughs> I'm not going to see you for four weeks. Um, so we always try and prioritise the fortnightly clients to either have the clean in the week before Christmas or to be quickly scheduled in after the new year. It's not easy, though. The problem comes as they go out of sync and actually then all yeah. your cleans would be on one fortnight. So yeah. Oh, no, go- they go three weekly after that. Yeah, we, 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 we juggle it around. We don't let them change their fortnight permanently because yeah. um, you're right. Yeah, we'd have nothing to do one week. <laughs> 
So again, we faced all of this. And I think what I've learned about customers is most of them are really reasonable. They accept we need some time off. Um, and so they accept that we're just going to close. But the most important thing is communication. Yes. And uh, we, we send out, we start communicating about Christmas early to mid-November. And, and we, we've been sending out the same email for eight years I think now it's a templated email it I think it starts here at, I know it's early but here at Freshly May we like to start organizing for Christmas and that's how it starts and the bit in the middle changes because the closing days are different and each client gets a slightly different version but it's pretty much the same email every single year because you have to start the process and we want to know do they need they might be away the week before Christmas and actually not need us and we can free up those slots that's amazing but also it we kind of let them do a bit of a first come first served. If you do need an extra clean or you're going to skip and you need that clean a week before Christmas or the week after New Year, you need to let us know early. So it kind of starts the conversation quite early on. It starts the conversation, but you know from pretty much right now, so what are we on? So coming up to the second week of uh, December, we start being inundated with, oh, can I get a deeper clean before Christmas? We asked you three weeks ago. Three Too late. Ago. Yeah. No, you can't have a deeper clean. I mean, maybe if we get a cancellation, but it's, uh, I mean, most customers don't need a deeper clean. We're on top of it, but they do like to think they do. And, and then you start having a conversation of what do you want? Well, I just thought I needed a deeper clean. Well, what do you want us to clean? Like, yeah it might be some of them don't get their guest rooms clean normally though or the guest bathroom and that sort of thing so sometimes there are those extras but it, it is first come first served now it's you know if you haven't already booked and we're, we'll put you on our cancellation list but um otherwise you're just going to have your normal clean and you'll have to tell us which rooms you want us to do but it will be within the original time booked so I actually have, so I do do some commercial. We've got one office that is open on the 27th, 28th and 29th. So luckily we've got one member of staff that is superb, just does that all by herself. And I've gone, are you going to work it? I was almost like, just tell me you want it off. And I was like, then just going to tell the office they're not having their clean. But she was like, no, I want to work. And I was like, okay, you better not let me down. You let me down. I'm not going in at eight o'clock at night to change those bins. Not a chance. <laughs> like... We actually have a couple of office clients that still carry on. But again, the, the, the members of staff that do them are, are ultra, I'm going to touch wood here, are ultra reliable. Um, and yeah, they don't let us down. So we don't have to worry about those. Yeah. Well, I think with those as well, given the timing, I would probably say staff members are sick today, not going to clean. Whereas Absolutely. normally I would make sure they were covered no matter what. But anyway, um, but not everyone celebrates Christmas. So I think you've got some stats on this, haven't you? Christian. Yeah, so, well, it's recent, isn't it, that um, only 40% of the UK is now declared as Christian. So, you know, so that means 60% of people are either another religion or no religion at all. Um, it's kind of a cultural thing, Christmas in the UK, as well as a religious thing. But yeah, not everybody celebrates it. I know. And I've had staff that go, well, I don't celebrate Christmas. I need time off various festivals. I'm not up on all the different festivals, but they don't want Christmas off. They're going like, why would I need it off? Uh, especially if they don't have children. Um, it's just another day to them. So uh, it's always a tricky one. If you have got different cultures, different religions, and you've got to please yeah. everyone. But you kind of just have to kind of do what's right for everybody, don't you? Try and kind of do what's right for the business, what's right for your customers and your staff. And one of the things that I, somebody asked in a group recently actually was a member of staff doesn't want to take that week off in between Christmas and New Year. Um, and they're an employee. 
And my response to that is, well, you have to give some to, for somebody to take a week's holiday, you have to give them double the amount of notice. This is employment law. So if you want them to have a week's holiday in between Christmas and New Year, you have to give them two weeks notice of that. And actually, you can make them take the holiday. It might not be great for employee relations, but from a legal perspective, your business is closed. That's how it is. But it's a real dilemma. I know we're, we're all people pleasers in this industry a lot of the time. And it's not just that. I mean, there are recruitment issues. We are very yep. aware of how good we have to be to our staff. You do not want yep. to lose staff. And to say, oh, you're not earning any money. Well, they will do. If they're fully employed, they'll get paid holiday pay. But then they're using a week of their holiday at the most expensive time of the year. So they can't go on holiday. Yep. It's kind of, it's not great, is it? So, no. you know, swings and roundabouts. Now, we are, there are lots of social media posts going out at the moment. The DCBN, we were the third to get our Christmas cards out but Christmas cards outdated do businesses should businesses send Christmas cards yeah well we used to in our cleaning business we used to I have to confess we don't anymore so just kind of stopped we still do but the only reason we do is um they just go through the printer and it prints the whole lot and they get hand delivered so it doesn't cost anything in stamps it's yeah. no effort for anyone to write it. And it's just a nice touch. Yeah. It used to be a bit of a military operation getting those Christmas cards out. And you'd put, we'd put them, the, the staff would, you know, the team would take two with them or whatever their clients that day. And then one would come back and you'd be like, well, which one did you give the card to? Um, and yeah, we just kind of went, oh, no, we're not doing it anymore. Great. bit scrooge but you know it wasn't even a money thing it was just the logistics of it that were causing us problems yeah i agree with it i've got to say on a personal level i don't send many christmas cards at all um so emails acceptable christmas text a gif can we yeah do you buy do you buy your clients christmas gifts oh i said a gif like you know oh, the gift. emoji type thing. Oh yeah, you could do your happy <laughs> Christmas Santa waving at you. <laughs> um, but in terms of gifts, yes, we do. Uh, so we buy our customers the same gift every year. We tried different gifts. Uh, this works. So we buy them all a chocolate orange and we get it out to them nice and early. And uh, we want to say thank you to our clients, but we also know if we give them a gift, they tend to tip better. <laughs> Is that really terrible? Yeah. And, and actually, yeah, we've always we've always given gifts to our clients. They've gone. So we've had such a variety of different things, little jars of sweets that I sat and made up and wrapped with ribbon and put stickers on. And yeah, so many different things, chocolates and soap and candles and goodness. Can, as well. can but I tell you what I don't, did? We don't do it anymore. We can, stopped. I, can I tell you what I did? So it was a few, I must be a few years ago. My child was at nursery. Um, so uh, my child goes to nursery in the area where we live and they had a do donation box okay and we had given a lot of our customers I think they were glade candles or something with a little a very distinctive because we put a little bow you know the ones that are really annoying so it's a sticky bit off the back we put a bow on top of them that's my job to stick the bows on there were about three candles in this donation box at my nursery now I know we had a lot of clients that went there I was like you don't like the gifts never do the chocolate oranges get donated and I was like oh, okay so you everybody likes the chocolate orange yeah. And it was so distinctive that it was from us that I was like, right, well, we're not doing that again. They clearly don't want it or care. So chocolate orange. Chocolate orange is a good really, idea. I was really annoyed. I saw Morrison's had them on offer and I was like, oh, I missed that. And we'd bought 300 of the things. But if you were a solo cleaner, do you think you should buy your clients gifts? Well, I think even solo cleaners, I could give a chocolate orange. Like, 
So I think I think it is yes and no, because I don't think cleaners are generally paid enough, so they shouldn't give a gift like I think no. But on the other hand, we do know it is quite common for our customers to be giving us 20, 50 pound tips at Christmas, you know, to be given bottles of champagne. We get given hampers. I mean, the gifts we get given are unbelievable. Like the first year I was like, oh, like and obviously we have a lot of staff. So now we dedicate we have to dedicate two tables just to accept the gifts that come in it's phenomenal and I get none of it zero and every member of staff they they get their wine their chocolates everything that they get and then on top of that we normally it works out they normally all get 50 70 quid each just in tips at Christmas and you know it's not uncommon that we're taking in a thousand pounds at Christmas in tips and um, because customers go oh, I don't know what to get can I give you a tip and we go yep yeah, please do so it's I can't remember what my point was of all of this. What was it they give them? I was saying, do, should cleaners buy their clients' gifts? It's a gesture. Look, if you're going to get given a 20 quid tip, I'd be buying them a chocolate orange because it's a relationship. You know, you don't have to get them something of 20 pounds. It is just a gesture to say, thank you for supporting my business. But if they gave me something disproportionately larger, I would not feel guilty. So yeah. my friends gave me something worth loads and I'd given them, like if they bought me a really expensive 20 pound gift and I'd given them a chocolate orange, I'd feel terrible. But in this relationship, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, like I say, we, we've not done it in the last two years, but we, we I think we'll probably reintroduce it again next year. But we have you ever had clients say, I would rather you spend more money on the team than buying as a gift? because our gifts aren't expensive enough well no neither are ours but you know <laughs> um no I don't think we have I'm sure they would they all go oh and you know don't worry about it oh thank you very much but um I think if you were to buy them an expensive gift or a handmade gift for everyone I think there would be a certain element of guilt the customer might feel um gift giving is an emotive subject isn't it and and actually playing it right is sometimes quite hard to do and I you know I would love every customer to have a handmade personally thought of gift about them but I mean what position would that put them in what would they have to get us in return and you kind of go like yeah where something like a chocolate orange or a box of after eights or something like that is it's a token but it's just a nice gesture isn't it without being over the top yeah, yeah and if they don't give us something in return I don't feel hard done by so yeah, absolutely our gift so talking of gifts how about your team yeah <laughs> so they receive so much at christmas so they receive you know champagne i mean they could expect to walk away with five or six quality yeah. streets i mean we get very well rewarded we don't as a business buy our team oh we are this year actually do you know what we're getting our team they're all getting if it's a present or not but we're calling it a present a travel mug they all requested travel mugs so we're getting them all branded travel mugs uh, we oh, okay. were trying to get them personalized but it's prohibitively expensive we can't personalize every single one of them so they've said fine if it's too expensive we'll all just take a travel mug and they all get teas and coffees from us in the morning anyway so they want to walk out with that so this year they are uh i don't know what do you get as you know do I get a stock thing for everyone I did do a year we're at the Christmas party they all got like a 
an award a certificate it was all little there uh, what's it called mr men and little miss and they got like little miss sparkle and i got them a sparkly gift so we have i'll be honest i don't know how well it works it's yeah bit- we 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 always i always i always buy them all a gift and you know some years they all get the same one year every single person got something different um i hate wrapping them i have to say that's not my least favorite bit and um, this year probably shouldn't tell you they might be listening but this year I've bought them some um a, a candle set it's, but it's a Yorkshire candle set so it's it's a look from a local supplier um in fact he's driving them over to our office this week because of the Royal Mail strikes he said I'll just jump in the car um so that's that hopefully they'll be they'll be well received they're really nice actually like three in a you know the tinned candles that you get they're quite nice so that's what they're getting this year um but yeah it's it's a it's a difficult one kind of you want they do and ours are the same with the client um presence they we put them all on the table and we we kind of raffle them obviously they don't buy the tickets but it means that they can pick five or six tickets and pick five or six items that relate to those numbers and then you've not got somebody who's arriving early picking all the the best items it's just a bit of a a, we do the same thing and it means that everybody has a perception of fairness and that's what it has to be a perception of fairness um so and And how they still get and do you take them out so do they have a night out or a day out or anything like that yes I mean we try and do four through the year so that it's periodic but yes we did it two days ago and it was lovely so we have over the years I feel like we've tried everything under the sun um this year we followed so last the last couple of years with covid one year we were closed and then the following year we were worried that places were going to close down last minute so we did book a meal we always do a meal um but we have now learnt that we keep the drinking in the office so we do a lock-in in our office and um we have found over the years that if there's going to be problems they're generally caused by partners so we would always say come nine or ten o'clock your partner can come and join but by doing a lock-in in the office we know they're safe no one can fall out with anyone outside of our group it's all quite controlled controlled fun <laughs> and unlimited alcohol so they're up for this unlimited alcohol um So we have like this year, we went out for a meal and we had unlimited drinks for them all in the office. Those that wanted to go out afterwards could do. We have karaoke. We've done Prosecco Pong and they have lots and lots of fun laid on. And it's my job to go to the supermarket and stock up this year. They normally all drink like Prosecco this year. I nearly ran out of vodka. Like I got through two bottles of vodka. I was like, it's quite a lot of vodka, but whatever, guys, you know, Uh, it's different taste isn't it so yes we do um a row broke out this year diane oh no it was about i don't think we've actually had a row yet there's still time a plug hole seriously a member of staff had reported to us two weeks ago that she keep finding plug holes it could go inside a plug hole it hadn't been cleaned which is our policy so we set the quality manager out we now have reviewed a number of plug holes and lots of plug holes and we were due tomorrow to do a retraining session a row broke out one girl was like you lot are not all doing plug holes they then accused her of being a grass oh wow. i mean seriously. like we were like do you think we don't know about the plug holes anyway like <laughs> and then uh, i mean said plug holes to the management are like come on i've got bigger problems than plug holes um oh who nearly gets into a fight over plug holes 
<laughs> professional like you know Excellent. satisfaction is one thing so one in the morning and in and we so we ended it at this point the part the fight was like it wasn't a fight but like an argument about plug holes we ended it and we took everyone home we made sure they all got home uh Garrett, my husband stayed sober so we could drive people to wherever whenever and then they continued on whatsapp at two in the morning and i have never had to turn our whatsapp chat off for the first time ever i was like at two in the morning i was like you can have it back on at eight in the morning but at two in the morning it got turned off and i turned it back on for them at 8 a.m of course the argument they did not continue you'll be pleased to know excellent yeah we, we we've probably similar to you we tried all sorts we've had we've had the you know the party nights that they have at hotels that didn't um, where you book well. a table no that doesn't that doesn't it that the, the I think the team enjoyed themselves, but I'm I was on tenterhooks for the whole evening. <laughs> so how it could all possibly go horribly wrong. And I'll tell you what I found with that, they were astronomically expensive yep. um, for drinks. So I don't mind buying them a meal and everything, but then you're stuck in one venue. And when every drink is 10 pounds a drink, you go, we said, right, we're limiting it to like three drinks each, which I thought was yep. a fair amount. But of course they're like, well, that's well, they they've always been used to unlimited from us. So they were like, that's really stingy. And we were like, not really soon you spend 30 quid on drinks exactly yeah so yeah so that that was expensive and could easily get out of control quite easily um and then we did one at the local social club um and that was great actually because they've got a separate room with a stage and we got a dj and they provided the food and of course the drinks are really reasonable and so i left a tab an open tab and they started drinking shots so the, the the, the the booze bill was just ridiculous and um yeah so and somebody threw up in the toilets and i clean i had to clean that up um so that wasn't so great then we hired a village hall um and um i did all i did all the food mark my husband mark helped me bought all the booze that was that was the cheapest one but never again yeah <laughs> i wouldn't it was do that. so much hard work um, and obviously we had to go back the next day and clean the village hall as well it's like no this is not my idea but we did do karaoke which went down quite well um, so we've now, um, obviously COVID kind of stopped doing it. So um, two, two Christmases, really, we just didn't feel that you could, that, like you said, things might have closed down. So this, well, throughout the year now, we've decided to do just lunches. <laughs> so I invited everybody to lunch on a Saturday in the summer, um, just invited the whole team um, and they didn't all come, but it was just nice. And so that's what we're doing this Saturday is we're just doing a Christmas lunch in a local pub on a Saturday lunchtime. Everybody's been invited and um, there'll probably be half the team there, but it's just a nice civilised way. Of, and we're just going to do that more often rather than the great big event, if that makes sense. So this is what we do through the year. So the one, again, we've been restricted by um, COVID, but we did a poker night whatever they liked it i'll be honest none of them could play poker but they they liked it so we did poker night again we're lucky to have an office where this is possible that we yep. can just do whatever whenever uh, we used to do inflatable obstacle courses so it was a 5k run um over loads of bouncy castles we did that every year we did tough mudder we alternated it that was good um similar to you in the summer we did like a family barbecue so I had a house with a bigger garden then. So um, everybody came around, bought their kids, loads of games. Everyone had a great time. 
Yeah, I think so for us, the lesson has been, do you really need one massive celebration when things could potentially go wrong and it will cost you a fortune or just spread it, spread the love throughout the year, which is, is the kind of the policy that we've taken. Just keep in touch with them socially more often rather than the big event. The only thing that we miss, because we used to use the Christmas do as our awards. So we used to give out awards and we actually had the chocolate orange awards, which were for the funny things that had happened throughout the year. Um, and we just kept notes of anything that sort of out of the ordinary that had happened and we gave out chocolate orange awards as well as the sort of you know achievement awards so that was fun and we'll we'll that's something that we'll bring in at the end of um, 2023. I think it's fun I think if you've got definitely a smaller company it's totally worth it I've got to say it did backfire slightly on us one year uh, where I gave an award and someone was like I don't think this is right I was like right okay you get that it's just a bit of fun it's not a real award don't you yeah. like well I don't think this is right and I'm like oh and we had um so our, one of our new office staff we have a review board where we get all the compliments and we had like a, there's a few feedback um if you're watching on uh, you'll see inverted commas there feedback and he put uh, a pictures at the top of a happy monkey and a sad monkey they decided they did not like the pictures of the monkey right? oh, they were like you cannot have monkeys like we were like okay you and they were like it's offensive and so we had to take down at one in the morning pictures of said monkeys right and we were like really if that's the biggest problem you've got the monkeys are gone we don't care that much about the monkeys so you know sometimes it people like to tell you the truth don't they and we were like you know what if your biggest problem with us as a company is our monkeys we're doing pretty well. Like, absolutely, yeah. I would count that as a win. Yeah, I absolutely. Do. So they took our monkeys and they wrote something on the back. I don't know what they wrote. And they shoved it viciously in the thought box. Wow. Somebody was, yeah. Somebody had too much of that vodka, perhaps. <laughs> to which I was like, all right. You know, I was sat there going, for, but, but it was really strange because they were quite angry about said monkeys. And um, I was like, okay, it really bothers you. Like if it bothered me, something at my work bothered me. I'm like, well, that monkey would be gone and they almost needed my permission to go just remove the monkeys like and there was like a real victory as one of them walked up and removed this monkey picture small wins so, well absolutely let them take let them take the kids. so going back to cleaning at christmas yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you tell or what do you advise your team around christmas cards in clients homes and the christmas tree and all the the general stuff so that's in I'll the start, home i'll start with cards because i have a story about a tree uh so cards i used to pick them all up and clean it because i wanted to be the best cleaner in the world and we did everything oh no now we do not like just leave them and now we just tell customers if they ever say anything it's like well no they'll be gone in a couple of weeks time if you're so bothered you remove the christmas cards we are not gonna they fall over and they yeah, overstack yeah. them oh no you put christmas cards on things that is not our problem for the next month um so christmas cards are a big no-go and we do encourage them please hang them on the back of your door your wall anything you want um but people then, have christmas ornaments and tinsel on window ledges and all sorts and we're just like we just don't clean that window ledge for the next few weeks <laughs> just how it is with to be fair we're the same at birthdays you know if there's birthday cards on the window ledge we're missing that window ledge out this week yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we've got like, you have to make choices in a house anyway. So yeah. this is just one choice and um, we can justify it. Uh, most customers understand. They'd rather we did the important things, the move. How long does it take to move every card? I'll tell you what we did. 
So we use vacuums with a big roller brush on the front, power-driven roller brush. Uh, it's a fantastic one from Sivo. Plug in them as well. And um and ECBN discount 20 discount as well. and they're sponsoring one of the awards so um, they are. anyway um it's brilliant until you go near a phone charger and it shreds the thing it like destroys yeah. it so the staff are well versed on that what we hadn't versed them on is you know these cables to the christmas tree if you go near that the same thing happens oh, so no. we blew all the electrics obviously this happened blew all the electrics but worse than that this tree had integrated lights it wasn't like one of these wraparound oh, no. ones. so it had fully so they were like right we need you to replace the tree and we were like oh, all right then how expensive can trees be mm. oh it turns out they can be expensive <laughs> when they're like 150 to 200 pounds a tree and we were like oh so in the wow. end in the end i don't think we replaced the tree um my husband is is actually qualified in doing these. And he went, right, give me the tree. I'll fix the tree. Like we would have replaced it normally. It was such an expensive tree. We just rewired the tree. So, um, <laughs> I mean, but that can't happen in most, like it would be too expensive to no. fix most people. It's a new tree. So yeah, uh, be careful of those lights. And, uh, you know, it's if it doesn't destroy the whole thing, it's going to be knocking it over, smashing sentimental baubles. They're always sentimental. Yeah, yeah always yeah I actually was given this is nothing to do with cleaning but I was given some beautiful um glass baubles when I left um a, a job that I was in and I'd saved them for my tree in France <laughs> and the first year I they just both fell off the tree because they were too heavy and I broke them both oh. <laughs> so, so sad nothing to do with cleaning but I was so sad so they well, can like, be sentimental two years ago it was covid obviously everything was locked down and life was pretty depressing so i invested my kids are a bit older i invested in all glass like i spent lots of money on these glass baubles i'm now so proud my family hate my tree like i love it but they hate it and i'm like oh i'm torn between this really beautiful tree that i love and christmas is about being sentimental and we've got every year we buy a bauble like like a lot of people we buy a bauble. Yeah person we've got all these mismatching beautiful weird baubles and I'm like can we put them on some tree in another room like <laughs> oh they're part of Christmas I know but, yeah, I'm <laughs> but you do have to be aware and also you know there's so many I think at Christmas you know there's so many more people around aren't there and and yeah houses get busier and you have to be careful what you're going to vacuum up that's for sure so, so I'm going to ask you Christmas trees because we've talked about fake ones they're real Christmas trees mm. what are your thoughts on real Christmas trees as a cleaner as a cleaner I just think pine needles but do you know what the, the real ones that the, sorry the, the fake ones they drop tinsel so I think they're both as bad as each other but the funniest thing with a real one is when it has to leave the house oh so funny at the, and, and it just wrecks the whole house doesn't it and and so many of our clients go we're taking the christmas tree down the day before you come because we want you to deal with the carnage that it leaves behind and they leave it up till the end of january because yeah. they don't want to face it because they're yeah. outdoors and um, yeah. uh it's quite funny it's the funny wee things we see as cleaners and you go i get it but yeah <laughs> yeah Although I did once go to do a quote in July um, and and we declined the work because it was it was beyond our scope. It was a, it was it was a, what, what you now class as a hoarder's clean. But he still had his Christmas tree up um, in the middle of the living room in July. But I think there were other Is issues. It a real there. one? No. Oh, it wasn't like brown and like crusty. No, it's not a dead tree. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what it's like <laughs> my daughter's got a bit of an obsession with christmas trees and we've got three christmas trees up i was like are you making a forest here like what are we doing <laughs> But yeah, anyway. no, it's but it's what's really nice though about Christmas as a cleaner is actually you do get to see all these houses decorated, don't you? And actually, I quite like that bit. They're stunning. The things that yeah. people do. I feel yeah. so privileged when we see this, and we try and have a competition. It's just a, a jokey one internally. Who's going to be the first customer like to have their Christmas tree up? And yeah. it did change in COVID. They were halfway through November, whereas now we're sort of seeing the first week of December. Yeah. 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 And our team would take, you know, pictures of the nice ones and, and send them to us and go, look at Mrs. So-and-so's tree. It's gorgeous and stuff. So, yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah. You should. We should have an award for the customer. You have the best tree. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if that's a... Ooh. <laughs> Do they get an extra chocolate orange? Possibly. <laughs> or a Glade candle with a bow on it, maybe. <laughs> but they can give away. They can give away, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's, is that, is that it on Christmas now? <laughs> I think uh, let's have a look. That was most of how stressful is Christmas as cleaners? How stressful? Do you know what I think the stressful bit for most cleaners is that scheduling bit, trying to fit everything in. And also, you know, most of us have got families. So we're stressed anyway because we've got our relatives coming and we want to clean our own house and our kids want certain things and we're worried about paying holiday pay for our staff and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So it can be really stressful, I think. There is one other thing as well we haven't mentioned, which is quite interesting. Um, if you've got children, there's no holiday care. No. So normally you can send them to holiday clubs wherever you wanted to go to whereas over christmas there's no holiday clubs so yeah how people stay open i don't know and again people understand yeah so it's even harder to to stay open in between christmas and new year isn't it and one thing we didn't touch on with one of the disadvantages of, of closing in between christmas and new year is you've got a big chunk of holiday pay to pay the week after christmas when you've your business has not earned any money so that's a challenge yeah particularly it's all right if you've got a nice big buffer in your bank account and you've saved it all up but most of us don't do that yeah. um so yeah it's yeah and for us in our business the reality is december is break even yeah that one week it is at best break even because being closed for that week you've still got to cover all your overheads and everything else yeah. so it decimates any profit for that month and yeah and then on top of that, Christmas parties, gifts, all of this. And you're like, yeah, oh. holiday pay, Christmas parties, gifts. Yeah. Cash flow just goes, ouch. And then, of course, your first week back after New Year is one of the busiest weeks of the year because it's usually a, as we go back on the Tuesday this year. So it's a four day week. But it's interesting as well, just coming on to a slightly different topic, recruitment. So I no longer bother recruiting from mid-December because no one is going to start working for us. I'm saying that I've had a couple in the past, but generally nobody's applying for work. Nobody's sort of in mid-December going, let me start applying and actively looking for new jobs. So what you find is you get more applicants on um, New Year's Day than at any other time. So most people are filing. What are they file? What do you file at that time? You file some accountancy thing. People do it on New Year's Eve. Uh, oh, I don't know. Your self-assessment is the self end of January, isn't it? 
well there's one that more people do on like those christmas new year's eve and uh, new uh, year's okay eve, any other time i think it's it might be self-assessment might not but anyway so they do that but then we will also see the new year the new year all these people that want to lose weight people that have thought oh i might think about a cleaner and um, but also people that go i want to change my job i'm not happy the great news is we get a massive influx of applicants normally please happen this year please um, please yeah <laughs> we should so it then becomes you've got to get your advert out because they're applying on boxing day 26th 27th 28th so from a recruitment point of view you need to be on it pretty much on christmas day um so yay yeah so, so have a week off but make sure you've got your job adverts up to date but then you need to be replying to them so you don't get to just put an advert out so as a business owner do you ever get to start like you've got this window of like brilliance to recruit in so <laughs> swings we... and roundabouts as always isn't it but no enjoy Christmas that's the main thing with your family take some time off because otherwise it's very easy to burn out in this industry isn't it yep I think from us happy Christmas to everyone Absolutely. And before we go, just a quick mention, because Louise and I are actually working in between Christmas and New Year this year because we're putting on a workshop on the 29th open to everybody, not just DCBM members. And it's all about new year, new ideas, marketing in 2023 for your business. So a free marketing workshop, really. Woohoo. I love it. I love these because it just gets you motivated if nothing else everybody's off work you kind of relax and you go okay what do I need to do you think what am I going to change and it just gives so many tips and for a lot of people the thing that they love most about a workshop is this sudden acknowledgement that other people are in the same situation as them and we talk about things that really are quite relatable and because we know the industry so well so unbelievably well wish we didn't sometimes um really well and so you come along and you go oh that really is the same problem that I'm having now do we get everyone spot on no of course everyone's different but um the workshops are amazing I love them yeah so go to our website the events page you can book on that completely free of charge for everybody in the industry new year new marketing love it and Merry Christmas Merry Christmas see you soon